Hello, my honey bunnies, and welcome back to the podcast. How y'all doing? So today I got the energy to record, and I was like, let me just record. So now that y'all are here, let's talk. So we probably kicked on it. You saw the, you know, what's it called? The title, and then you guys are like, let's do this. So we're going to be talking about the N-word, and I did, like, a lot of research. Like, I, like googled and watched a lot of videos how the n-word is perceived and how black people in general are perceived from um east asia to europe and of course we have america like my main the main places i'm going to be concentrating on is europe asia america and um of course africa so those are the places where I could get like a lot of information on on how people are perceived, like how black people are perceived. Then that would lead us into our topic for the N word. Now, if you don't know what the N word is, not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm sure you can Google it. It's a racial slur that was used um to oppress black people during the slavery days. Now, the N word isn't something that's not allowed to be said. To can I speak? The N-word isn't something that's allowed to be said by other races. Now, previously in my old podcast, what I'd said about the N-word, I'd said biracial people can say it. But I did a little more digging and, whoo, girl, did I find out a lot of information. Okay. So, I'm going to include, I'm going to include both. Like I said, scandals for racist people and scandals for colorist people. Because the N-word is a little something like I want to educate people on. Now, we're going to begin with how black people are perceived. Now, this might be a bit sensitive, but if you want to get educated, it's still good to say, like, stay here. Because I feel like this is a good information, just things you should know for your own sake. Um, most of my digging was done in East Asia since that's where I could get most of my information from and that's where most black people are scared to go to due to the high levels of racism. Now, I'm going to tell you something guys. The generation before ours, like a lot of people in East Asia have stated themselves like they say that the generation before us, that like they know, they made the stereotypical like things and then like black people are big and muscular and fit and the women are controlling the women are overbearing all those things they were made by them not like the east asians but like the generation before so that generation grew up being told oh black people like this black people like that and then racism began to grow they didn't realize they were being racist they weren't educated any better about how they should perceive black people that not not all black people or like that not all black people have guns you see the way that they're perceived in like social media like they make us seem so dangerous like we're about to like come and like kill you or something so a lot of east asians in the generation before us they're really racist that's what i've picked up from the research i've done and the way they treat 
the way they would treat people is like they'll say in Korean, like I know that in Korea, that's like South Korea to be specific is where I did most of my digging from. Um, in South Korea, they'll be like they'll say something in Korean, like the equivalent of the N word to black people, and they don't realize that they're being racist, but they're like they're just saying it because you know they see a black person, they're like, oh, you know. So the generation, our generation in East Asia, they they aren't really that racist because they're they're a little more educated, but they will say those a few racial slurs that they don't realize that are racist. And actually, did you guys know? I didn't know this, but in East Asia, the way you see in Western, like in the Western world, like being thick is all that, like being tanned is all that, but in East. Asia being pale and skinny is all that baby being pale and honey being pale pale and being skinny queenie is what is up but here it's more like if you're thick if you're more like curvy you're dark skin you know you know you're like that chick you know like people perceive that like in our standards to be better but in their standards they don't perceive that and I find that so interesting I'm like yeah that's really interesting like how their standards of beauty are completely different from our standards of beauty you get what I'm saying and another thing side note track as I watched a video of how teenage boys of our generation perceive black women and they said <laughs> They think, because you see, red, like, black women and, like, other women of color, like, other races, too, they have, like, a thicker, lower body, right? So, they were, like, <laughs> so, one of the videos I watched, they were, like, black women tend to have lower body obesity. And I'm, like, <laughs> what you, no, that's just how we built. Like, that's how we're supposed to be built. Like, and I was, like black women and then like they asked the other guy like do you like that the women are thicker and then he was like i don't like that the women are thicker because they look like horses and i'm like what you know i didn't even know to be offended or just to just let it slide because he doesn't know what he's saying and then one of the guys is like i'll never date a black girl because of her skin but if a korean looked exactly like the black girl everything like the same face, everything, but was Korean, he did. And I was like, I found that so interesting that people look at skin before they look at person. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lot. And I'm, I've seen, I've seen, like, I didn't do a lot of research in other parts, but I know that in Japan, it's a little more lenient because in Japan, there are a lot of um, biracial um, children there. So I learned that, like, biracial children still do stuff with racial bullying because you're considered black because... As long as you don't have, um, you aren't Japanese, like, full-on Japanese, you won't be accepted. Like, and I find that really interesting. I don't mean to demean everyone, like, everyone's country here. Like, if you're from East Asia, like, I'm not, like, demeaning you, but I'm just saying this is what I found. But I'm not saying it's all, like, not everyone's going to be racist. Because I did, fun fact, I saw another video where this guy, they showed them a bunch of, black women and they're like who do you think is the most beautiful here and they show them like from the range of the lightest skin you know light skin girls to really dark skin girls and one of the men there he chose the darkest woman and he was like 
she's really beautiful like her dark skin is just really gorgeous like the way she's just so dark he, he was just complimenting like she looks like chocolate and i was just like you go king you go king and i was so happy that people like that they don't like he didn't just look at the skin like he did look at the skin right but like when he looked at the skin he just he was like she looks like a black pearl and then one of the, the next guy next to her like she looks like a black pearl and i was like oh that's so cute and then they were like so fascinated they were like they didn't say anything they were minding what they were saying they're like i don't want to say anything rude because i do genuinely admire these women and i was like wow you guys are bomb like it's not all parts of east asia that will perceive or view women of color like this so that was pretty interesting in the united states we all know the hype around black women there is still racism there is like a lot of racism they still black facing a lot of racist things are still happening in the u.s but a lot of people are now adjusting to the african-american culture especially the african-american women culture if that is you get you guys get what you guys get what i'm saying like a lot of people of different races i've seen also on youtube i did more digging and other races in america say that they would want to be like black women because black women are appreciated more so they would take out take up like stereotypical like characteristics of black women african-american women and they will like get their nails done you know stereotypical they would get like long nails long lashes and you know talk like this you know, you know what i'm saying so that's what they do and i watched a video of this asian girl well american asian and she was like i was it asian american i'm not i'm not sure don't come for me i'm trying to be as respectful as i can and then she was like personally speaking i take up these traits and i know that sometimes it can perceive can be perceived <coughs> girl as being racist but i just personally find that african women African-American women have this vibe to them. Like, they have this, like, aura of beauty, this aura of confidence, and that sort of thing. And then she was like, I'll never get my braids done because I feel like that's a little too much. And she was talking about that. Then I went to another video where this girl had, um, she was, like, white, and she had braids. And she was like, the reason why I put my hair in braids is because I personally think they're really beautiful. And whenever I see, like, dark braids or white braids against like a chocolate person i i feel so like mesmerized and i was like that's cool and all like i'm i'm gonna let people like that's their business i'm not gonna be out here like you can't do this okay like a lot of people in the u.s i'm not saying all people in the u.s do this because they don't um a lot of people have adjusted to the african-american culture there is still racism around people still like we've still seen on news where a lot of um other races will come for black african-american people i'm trying to avoid the word black you know you know what i'm saying we'll come for other race we'll come for them and like we'll kill them and we'll still demean them like black people african-americans sorry will still like they still get demeaned like they still get crushed a lot you see like they still have those stereotypical things like african-american people are dangerous they have guns they have no future and all that there's still those like stereotypical things, but it has improved, but it's still really bad, and that's something that needs to be made aware of. And then I was looking at other things, and the people like people want to be black, but they don't want to be black. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like they want to have everything that comes with being black, the whole hype and everything. 
But when it comes to being an actual black person to walk down the street, they don't want that type of, you know, weight. They don't want to carry that weight. They just want to become the oh, girl, you go, girl, you know, you know the, those things. But when it actually comes to living as a black person, they don't want that. So I found that pretty interesting. This is all linked to the podcast and it's the n-word the topic of the n-word now let's go to europe in europe there wasn't a lot of information though i saw that like women in europe some women in europe have become more lenient have adjusted more to the african-american culture and the african culture people like find it very vibrant and beautiful people have stopped the thing of like i need african you know what i'm saying they've actually now like discovered that there are different types of Africans, the African Americans, African Australians, there's so many different types of Africans in this world. And we have to realize that um they were moved around like Africans were moved around everywhere and they adjusted to that culture and all that and they, they bought their culture so they become different types of Africans and they've adjusted to that and they now like refer it like a woman actually came on when she was being interviewed how she perceives the African American culture and the African culture in general and she was like the African-American culture is really beautiful. I find that, like, it's really different from the Western world because it is still within the Western world, but it's different. It's like they took the Western world culture and made it their own. Like, they took it, mixed it up, and just made it something that they can adjust to. And a lot of people were saying that they, they find the culture really beautiful, but they will always be those people that are like, I don't see the point of this culture. They just want to be known. They're loud, you know. A lot of people will still have something to say. But I found that, like, a high, probably, like, 85% of the YouTube videos that I watched, most of the people were saying that they think that their culture is beautiful. They think that the way that, in general, the African-American and the African culture is is just amazing. And it's something that should be celebrated and be made more aware of. And I found that really, really interesting. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Now we're going to the main homeland in Africa. How, in general, in Africa, there's like, I wouldn't say, there is colorism also. There's colorism in Africa, but it's not as bad. Because, in general, they were also interviews to men. We're going to start with West Africa. So in West Africa, they did an interview. And they said, how do you guys view, what are your views on um, women, like black women in Africa, you know, African women. And then a lot of the men there was like, oh, I love women, like black women, like they curvy, they, the, the, you know, like, no, what's your view on them? Like, how do you view them? And like, I think, and a lot of the men there were like, they generally find that the way African women are is just beautiful. Even in East Africa, those are the same results. The same results happen here, and a lot of people did say that. But when we went a little lower in Southern Africa, a lot of people were like they would rather be light skinned than be dark skinned. You see. But in other parts, I know that in some parts they, in some parts of West Africa, they did talk about how they prefer being light-skinned. They prefer, like, being a little more, you know, lighter. And then other people are like, we, we want to be darker. The, the darker the chocolate, the better, baby. More melanin pump us in. So, 
I have nothing against light-skinned people. Like, kudos to them. They look gorgeous. Like, girl, you look gorgeous. You kill it. Guy, you look gorgeous. You kill it. So I found it interesting that the lower you got, like, the lower you went down the continent, like, to Southern Africa, a lot of people, like, I prefer being light-skinned than being dark-skinned because being light-skinned is just, in general, better than having too much melanin. They say, too, um, and then the interviewer asked them, what's too much melanin? And they're like, too much melanin is, like, when your skin is just too dark, like, you stand in the sun for two minutes and you're heating up. And then I was like, mm, that's interesting. So they stole colorism here in the main homeland okay but anyways let's get to the topic of Yedwood, the scandals the tea the yeah you get what i'm saying so this is what you guys came from like, not that i'm just i just thought that that was a good piece of tea and i thought that there was some interesting facts that maybe you guys needed to know about so guys don't ever be scared to go to a place just because of the racial discrimination there and people like wanting to like the stare like touch your hair like look at you stare at you take pictures with you and all that i've had people like touch my hair and pull my hair mind you i have dreads and they're a bit long so sometimes i don't feel it but like i'll see someone walk by me and they'll be like rubbing their hands and i'll be like oh you touched my hair okay cool I mean, it's something that you're not supposed to adjust to. You're supposed to educate people like, okay, hey, you go like, hi, you greet the person. You're like, can I see your hair? And most people really just generally aren't that bothered by it. But I found that really cool, guys. Anyways, let's begin with the food. I'm so out of breath. I'm literally sitting down and I'm already out of breath. Is this what being like unfit is like? But anyway, let's begin with the most recent scandal between okay not between anyone okay so the most recent scandal is of our very own doja cat now if you don't know who doja cat is she is a biracial woman from south africa and the united states her dad is south african and her mom is american so and she was i'm not sure she was born out you but what happened was that Doja Cat went on this thingy, like a Omegle type of platform. Not really Omegle, it's not Omegle, but it's an Omegle type of platform. And then there she was in a chat room with these white men. And then there she was saying the N-word and then she was telling them to call her the N-word. And um, the video kind of like broke out and then people like found it. And then... Everyone, like, everyone was angry, and then people were like, okay, but she's biracial, she can stay it. And I was like, that's so interesting. And I was like, did you know that if you're biracial in some parts of the world, you can't say the N-word, like, that's not even an option. Like, if you're biracial, you're half black and you're half white, so you can't say it. So I found that really interesting, and... A lot of people were like, Doja Cat is a really good person, this is not her, like, but then I was like, no, like, these are her fans, like, I was looking at it from her fans' point of view, so I'm like, let's go see what other people which don't really know her think about it. So, I have a YouTuber that I watch, her name's Iloho, she's, um, Nigerian-American, and, um, what she thought about the situation was really interesting because that's where i found out about the situation from her 
So I was like, that's so interesting. So I'm a, I'm gonna link her, like put her link of the video. That's not even English. Put the link of the video in like the description so you can go check her out. So I found it so interesting that she was talking about, she was like, that's not fair. She can't pull that card. First of all, she's biracial and she grew up in the United States with her mother who was white and she's never really, she she told us that she's never, her dad's never really been in her life. So that's so interesting how she grew up with like in a white environment. I don't mean to say white environment, no offense. Sorry if it's offensive, but it's true. She did grow up in a white environment. She did grow up in a environment where she only knew like her white relatives and then when the scandal broke out and people found out they were like doja what's this and then she was like no 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 i'm by i'm a black woman but all this time when she would be talking to interviewers she'd be like i'm biracial but when a scandal breaks out about her with the n-word she's black now i don't know i just found that weird and then she was apologizing. She was like, I'm a black woman. I would never want to, like, demean people, like, bring them down and all that. And I was just like, oh, mm, that is interesting, girl. That is so interesting. And then she apologized. And then she had her live where she was apologizing to people. She was like, I would never do that. Like, I'm a black person. I'm like, yes, but you like to preach about how you're light-skinned and you are thick. I don't, I don't want to drag her, like... I don't want to say anything. I don't want to drag or anything. Like, I don't really follow, like, Doja's life. So, I wouldn't really know how she is. So, I'm just saying it as a point of view from a spectator and this whole drama thing. And that's so interesting. I was like, Doja, that's interesting. And I was, okay. So, another way done with that. My brain is moving so fast that my mouth isn't moving fast enough. So, I hope you guys bear with me. The next person we have is... What, what What's it called? What's he called? Is he even alive? Anyways, Chris Brown. Ha <laughs> ha, scandal. You guys thought I was going to give you someone juicy? No. So, actually, I'm a clown. Who goes, ha <laughs> ha, guys, please mind my clownery. That's just the thing here. Next, Chris Brown. So, we all know that Chris... <laughs> Chris Brown is a colorist person. He is just generally against you know the black people okay i'm not saying he's against them but like he's had many scandals where he's talked about black women in the not in the best light you know and i find that funny because he says the n-word like people want to say people want like i said earlier before people want to be black but when it comes to being black, they don't want that. People want to walk around the street and be complimented and treated as a black person. But when it comes to carrying the weight of being a black person, people don't want that. And I find that interesting. You know, I don't want to judge anyone. Like, that's people's lives. I don't want to be out here like, you supposed to be this. you supposed to you. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I find that interesting. Oh, and there's another video by Jackie I know where she talks about colorist people and I think that's a really good one. I'll also put her in the description so make sure to check her out. Guys, literally I sound like a literal crack whore. But we move, we move. Let's keep doing it. 
So I find that really interesting. So you guys better check that video out. Anyways, so those are the two scandals that I was going to mention. Best believe I'm a clickbait you. I told you guys before, I'm a clickbait queen. Literally, I'm like putting in the title scandals T and she only puts two scandals. Because I think I find that like these two scandals are really important that we address them and we bring them to light. And also another thing about black rappers, I'm not saying all black rappers are like this, but some black rappers do have a tendency of degrading black women. I'm talking about African American black rappers to be specific. And um African American women. Like they will say, Oh, Latin American women are better. They'll say like um American women are better, like white American women are better and all that. And I'm just like um and I just I just find that so interesting because a lot of people they like I said before, like I said they want to be black, but don't want to be black. Is that what I said? And they want to be black, but they don't want to be black. Exactly. They don't want to carry the weight. Now, I don't really support this whole thing of degrading women of your own race. Because they shouldn't even be aware there's colorist. Why? Like, already there's racism. Now there's colorism. Like, that, that doesn't make sense. Like, that should not be a thing. I feel like, personally speaking, I feel like we were all created... And there's so many different races. There's a reason why there's so many different races. And we should just accept that and live with that and just be, you know, just move on with our lives. And a lot of biracial couples in a lot of different parts of the world will get degraded. And the most common biracial couples that we've seen are black people and white people because those are the ones that people mainly concentrate on not mainly concentrate on but they do now i find this also interesting because you know i'm like did you guys know that there are like biracial couples like there'll be black people and asian people i mean it's, it's something that we all know but like people don't really talk about it so when people see biracial couples in public people be like oh my gosh do, do, do you see that do you see that and i'm just like just a couple and like yeah I remember the time I was walking with my friend and we were at a mall and then we saw this woman and she was so beautiful and we're like oh my gosh and then she started hyping she's like then my friend was like oh she probably has some yummy chocolate like guy and I'm just like okay first of all ew but I was just like mm, I don't know I don't want to like assume and then she was really tall like she was tall she was probably like in meters, she was probably one point like eight, 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 eight meters. In feet, she was probably like eight foot nine. So she was really tall. And then this short guy comes up next to her, and she hugs me, and she kisses. Me. And I look at my friend, and she's shocked. Like everyone around them is shocked. Like people were giving them weird looks, and um, other people were saying like rude things to. Her. Her and they're like, why are you going for the skinny guy, like skinny Asian guy? I'm like, what? What? And I was like, oh, that couple is genuinely so nice looking, but people didn't see that. And I found that so interesting. Like, guys, before we make this podcast like 18, like thousand minutes long, we need to end it. 
also let me give you a little hinty winty winty i'm gonna tell you next week i got a juicy podcast for y'all so sissies y'all better stay woke <laughs> woke so next week um decided to do a podcast on something that's really sensitive like it's really sensitive so i would advise that you listen at your own risk because it's going to be very opinionated and very like science opinionated too so it's self-opinionated and it has science opinions in them so the next week next week's podcast is rumble please (laughs) pedophilia I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's something that I shouldn't get excited on, but I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed because, you know, we are a very self-improvement channel. We educate, we talk about these things. So, best believe next week's podcast is on pedophilia. Is it a mental thing or is it a choice? That's our title. That's I'm going to spice it up because <laughs> clickbait queen. But, yeah, that's what I believe we're going to talk about next week and then next week i'll start something juicy guys i've been like coming up with ideas to keep y'all on your toes so pedophilia i'm done so i'm going to tell you at the end of each podcast what we have coming next if i don't tell you best believe nothing's nothing's in store yet Mm. everything's out of stock nothing's been bought but yeah next week is pedophilia and you guys can send me voice messages now so that i can get your opinions and Maybe we'll put them in the podcast, you know, we'll put them in, we'll throw them in and then we'll get your opinions when we're talking about certain things. Like, you know, if it, like some people will agree more that it's something that's mental. Some people, (laughs) I just scratched myself. Oh, I'm so bad. Some, anyways, some people will agree that it's more like a choice. Some people will say it's a choice because there have been a a lot of like raping cases Um, when it comes to pedophilia and pedophiles and all that so send me a voice message send me your opinion if it's scientific or it's just a self-opinion guys this is a sensitive podcast but it's something that needs to be discussed how people do you like pedophiles so send me what you think what you think and you have to be honest we don't judge in this this bunny honey bunny clan we don't judge We love everything. We love all of... Mm. (laughs) Let's take a few steps back on that one. We don't love every opinion. But we won't judge. We don't judge. That's our motto. We don't judge here. We don't judge. Anyways, guys, thanks for coming and listening to my podcast. (laughs) I just find it funny. I'm just like, I just want to... And then I'm just like... "Mm." So, bye, guys.